This is spoiler in time, folks. Welcome. If you know our show, Cord Killers, you know we do a lot of work there trying to figure out how to watch things, where to watch them, what to watch, and all of that. This is the show where we get to talk about the stuff we have watched. We are going to talk about All Quiet on the Western Front, an Oscar nominee from Netflix. We're going to talk about episodes 12 and 13 of 2521 and episode four of The Last of Us. I'm Tom Merritt. He's Brian Brushwood. And we're joined from One Upsmanship's own Adam Ganser. Thank you so much for joining us, Adam. Yes, thanks for having me. I was so pumped to talk about this. Uh, yeah, right. I, I didn't know if you were. You were a bit reluctant, which tells me, we, uh, Tom, where shall we begin? Oh, we will begin with The Last of Us, uh, season Great. one, episode four. Uh, this episode is Joel and Ellie showing up in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, and well, I, I think it's Missouri based on the road signs. Could be Kansas City, Kansas, but it's Kansas City nonetheless. Uh, and it, and they are now stuck in Kansas City. They, uh, the truck gets wrecked. Uh, they get attacked. Ellie shoots somebody, uh, then Joel finishes them off, and then they're on the run the rest of the episode, uh, trying to hide away from the good citizens of Kansas City who want to kill them. So, uh, uh, yeah. Adam, you and I yeah. have the curse of knowledge, having played The Last mm-hmm. of Us, uh, the first game. Uh, I, if you don't mind, I, I would love for Tom to tell us what it's like not having played the game to experience this. Oh, yeah, please. Uh, well, okay, so so that has been my my shtick on all, all these episodes, and and this particular episode didn't feel particularly video gamey, uh, and until until they were they were like trying to dive into the hole that, that you know when they were when they're getting shot at uh, at first, but most of the time it, it just felt like a story. It felt a little slower than some of the other can, episodes. I think that was because they were stuck in one location for most of the time. Can, can I share something? This has yeah. been far and away the most video gamey. If you've played the video game, like interesting, the the moment when Joel is being choked and uh, my daughter, fifteen years old, Josie, just says, "Press X, press X, keep pressing X," <laughs> because wow. that's what you do in that struggle. Yeah, that, and, that sequence, that sequence did strike me as video gamey, but 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 the rest of it too, like the, the uh, yeah, yeah, as a matter of fact, the driving down the road, coming upon the bar- barricade, deciding to go yeah, around, yeah. that's a video game trope that says you shall not pass here. The uh, oh, they, sure. yeah. they even do, uh, I believe, the first time that we've seen one of the core uh, mechanics in the game is lifting one person up to get in and then they go inside and then they let you out. There are certain places that Ellie can fit that Joel can't fit. Uh, It was, that's, that's kind of wonderful to me that to you, it didn't read as video gamey. And and in fact, the dialogue when she finds the, the, essentially the Playgirl magazine is, is I believe quite possibly word for word from the video. A lot of the script is word for word. Pretty close. Yeah. Uh, So, Uh, but yeah, this this episode, interestingly, now that you've told me that, felt slower to me. And I wonder if there's there's some underlying mechanism of because I, I didn't have to do anything, maybe that came through. I don't know. What they uh um this was a shorter episode, and as somebody who who has enjoyed a disclosure, I'm I'm a fan of everything I've seen so far. I'm I'm a fan of the parts that have stayed true to the game. I'm a fan of the parts where they've enhanced the uh, things I saw in the game. Uh, this the game one was Pittsburgh, not Kansas City. Is that right? Correct. This is that basically that story. But that's not 
if anybody was like upset that it wasn't in Pittsburgh, I'd be like, that's why do you care? That's a silly thing. Yeah. Yeah. The the only difference it made to me was when I saw that road sign, I was like, Oh, 35, they must be in Kansas city. Well, and (laughs) and, Wichita, Des Moines. I was like, Oh, I know where they are. At least they got the, the, the road signs. Correct. In the first episode as a resident of Austin, there was uh, some beef I had with some of the road signs. So that's neither here nor there. But the, um, uh, uh, as somebody who liked it, I felt like this was a light snack and only at the end, having played the video game, did I realize, oh, I bet that next episode is going to be a plus-sized episode where we're going to get uh, what I know from the video game to happen. Um, uh, it, it, before I toss to Adam and his uh, scroll of grievances, um, <laughs> is, there, is there anything else, Tom, you wanted to say about this particular episode? No, I, I, I really, I thought it was interesting that they picked Kansas city because they were shooting in Alberta, uh, and they, they could make it look more like Kansas city than they could Pittsburgh, uh, apparently because it's more wide open and oh, that's similar. Interesting. Um, I thought hmm. the, the girl from yellow jackets being in charge of, of the people was interesting casting because of the same reason she's so good in yellow jackets where she, she just looks like a, a, a sweet. Yeah, uh, mom, uh, and and so when when she but she can act as an actor uh, like a hard ass. Uh, I I thought that was great casting, and I enjoyed that, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, and the parallels to some Walking Dead stuff uh, kind of struck me here and there. Yeah, that's all and, I got. And and there's a lot of overlap, and there's no way to not see yeah. the similarities. Um, but but a, a quick trivia note: I read somewhere, the not fact checked, but uh, Brian memory. Uh, her lieutenant, the second in command, the guy with the salt and pepper beard, badass yeah. looking guy, is mm-hmm. the uh, mocap and voice of Tommy in the video yeah, game. That's correct. I heard that too. Yeah. Oh, I thought it, I thought Tommy was being played by Tommy. No. Okay, no, so okay. I got that wrong. Okay. And, 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 this was in the after like, the episode thing when the, they mentioned that. Oh, oh, did they? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they 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 did go back and reshoot more scenes with Tommy for the pilot on this. Yeah, because they wanted to, to strengthen that. But uh, okay, Adam. Yeah. You liked the video game. And I love the video game. I the, absolutely love it. There are, t- there are two reasons that when video games try to get translated into movies or TV that people complain. It's either not enough like the, usually it's not enough like the original video game uh, right. or um, it, it's, it deviates from it. Which of those two things is irking you right now? Um, I think it's, so I get it sort of falls into the first category, but I just want to be clear. I don't want the TV show to just be the video game. In fact, like every time they've taken a big swing, I think it's been good. Like I think the previous episode was a very different version of bill. And I think it actually managed to cut to what it is about the last of us that we all love. And so that was good. Um, they're taking a lot of small swings to kind of mirror the video game. And that's where I start to be like, just concerned, not like it's bad. I think it's good, but just like, I have some concerns and I don't want to spoil things. Cause I know a lot of us don't know where the story goes, but my biggest concern is I think that they're, they're not letting Joel kill enough. He needs to kill more. And the reason that I think that is that ultimately this is the, journey of a man who's so hardened that he uh that he doesn't know or or doesn't want to know what it is to care about anyone again you know and i don't know if that's totally coming through Uh, 
you know, as I watch it, like for instance, I think Pedro Pascal is actually a very warm person. Like when I watch him on screen, I find him to be likable and uh, engaging and charming. Which and which not, Joel was not at first in the game. Exactly, he was broken. Well, Joel Joel was never that at any point. Joel softens over the course of the series for reasons, but that's part of what makes it such a magnificent story is that you wouldn't think this guy can can find a way back. So like it seems impossible. One of the topics that came up in the first time I appeared on your podcast, one upsmanship was the discussion about whether or not art can exist in a, in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. And uh, as a magician, I have no problem with believing that art is of the moment and in the context. And there's always two parties as in uh, for that. And given, given that that's my position, um, you can't tell the last of Us story from the video game. I would suggest, uh, uh, without just inviting a bunch of criticism about the similarities to The Walking Dead. And That's you can't quite tell the Joel story without inviting conversations about Pedro Pascal's performance as the Mandalorian. And given that th- those are, mm. are both the case, then you have to get as close to it as you can. And instead, what I've seen in this video game, or sorry, what I've seen in this, in this uh, adaptation has been an increased focus on what must it be like to, and here's a crass parallel, to be born after 9-11 and never right. having known right. what that was like or born right. after airplanes could fly or whatever. Um, and I'm really, I'm really enjoying just seeing the world through Ellie's eyes. And I feel Same. like we're getting more of that here than we got in the video game. I agree with that. I think I think I have no problem with Bella's performance as Ellie because I think I think Ellie has to be basically a creation of the actor. Like like I don't think that's a character that you can try to recapture in a video game because for a lot of reasons. I think you know your casting decision is based around do I want to watch this person uh learn and grow and become hard and all the things that this story invites but joel is ultimately the spine of the first the first series right and the first game and so he doesn't have quite as much flexibility about what his arc can be and the concern i have especially from this episode is that it's actually kind of easy for these two to like each other you know what i mean like it's not that hard for these two to sort of you know in in the in the movie sense, fall in love with each other, right? It it seems to come very naturally. That's a problem, I think, for this story. My my friend Justin harps on how it's like, look, we get it. You're gonna your rough exterior, and now you're gonna melt. Like like it's a familiar enough trope now that uh, it, it, it it my friend Justin is very frustrated by it. Um, mm. And uh, uh, whereas you're right, that is it's believable in the game in a way that I don't know that you could make it believable in, in this moment in an adaptation. I would argue there's two things that need to happen. I mean, they haven't done it, so they're not going to, it's going to be different. There's two things you need to do it. The first is there is meaning in murder in last of us, the game. Mm -hmm. Every time somebody, every time you kill somebody in last of us and you kill a lot of people in last of us, it means something. That's part of what makes it great. You know, like this is a this is the story of a lot of death and murder to get to potentially salvation, right? And the removing that from the character, uh, which they've done intentionally several times, means that he hasn't gone further down that road, right? So you've actually reduced the stakes of this guy 
being able to harden or unharden, right? Like when people say they're exhausted with that trope, I would say, yeah, you're exhausted because you know it's coming, not because it's being done well. When it's being done well, it still works. The, you know, the, there's only one counter I have to that, and and I'll defer to Tom on his impression of it. Uh, I know the rule in storytelling in a visual medium is show don't tell, but yes. it was a very powerful moment for me uh, when Ellie asks, "Have you ever killed an innocent person?" Right, and he just refuses to answer the question. And I, I would rather have that moment than have them showing him killing innocent people or Agreed. what have you. Agreed. They got to pick their moments. I like see that as an example. I would say of showing. They show because he doesn't tell us. You see other parts of the episode. He does tell us. There's a lot of dialogue that's Joel opening up when he doesn't in the game. And again, I don't care that they match the game. I care that you can show me who this guy is by what he doesn't answer and what he does. You know, um, that's my contention. I, I feel like uh, the the perspective I've got on Joel uh, may or may not be helpful, but but is interesting given the conversation you two game players are are having here. Um, I look at Joel as okay. We know he's a great guy. They're, we're not going to pretend he's not a great guy. That's what they showed us in episode one. Mm. He's an awesome father and he had a horrible thing happen when his daughter was killed uh, and he hasn't recovered from that. Uh, okay. He's got a hardened exterior. That's believable. You know, get, they didn't have to show us that they, they showed us his daughter dying and the world is falling apart. I buy that. What I have been expecting and it sounds like this is definitely not what they do in the game, but what I've been expecting is we would slowly soften the relationship, which they absolutely did in this last episode where he, you know, she's making the puns and he's laughing and it's like, okay, he's, he's, he's letting himself risk attachment again. And we're going to ruin that. Uh, whether it's in Kansas city and fighting these people, uh, he is going to fear that she is dead or been killed or something and, and, and harden right back up because it reopens old wounds and, or, uh, she is going to see him do things uh, that he didn't want her to see and hid from her in this last episode. And that's going to change her opinion and distance her. And we're going to get this roller coaster uh, effect of them, you know, starting to like each other more and then having it ripped apart over the course of the season. At least that's, that's what I was expecting given what they showed me so far. Uh, Bryce in a desperate bid to not give anything away to Tom. What did you think of this episode? Mm. I, I liked it. I thought this was a really dense episode. Just a t we cover a lot of, a, a lot of bait, a lot of ground. I was pretty, I was kind of, um, a little, I was a little off step last week, uh, wondering where that episode fit into the story that we're telling. And I don't feel like we got a lot of resolution on that. Like I would have wanted, but I do appreciate that. They really give us a whole story and a half on this one, including setting up the, 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 um, the, 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 the other the, faction, the, the 33rd the, the floor encounter. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like I think they do a good job of, of having to yada, 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 a lot of parts of the country on a, on, a, on such a big journey like this. So um, I think it's good. I, 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 and I liked seeing the new, uh, the new stuff, the new Fedra, the, I, I like seeing that new stuff. I thought that they're compelling characters and an interesting way to, 
bring more drama to that story instead of just faceless bad guys. Did did any of you three miss the fact that I believe this is the first episode where we've not looked back in the descending times? It's all been kind of in the current moment. I noticed it, but didn't mind it at all. It, it, it not, didn't feel yeah. like a, a wrong move or anything. I know there's I know we're getting a few stories in the upcoming episodes that are worth waiting for. Uh, like I've seen some clips that I'm like, oh yeah, that's going to be great. Can I just say one thing about what Tom said that actually, Tom actually proved my point, which is his belief about Joel is that Joel is a great guy. That's the status quo. That is not who Joel was in the video game. Yeah. Like Joel was not a great guy in the video game. Joel was always prepared to be hard. And this thing sent him over the edge Wait, of that. Even before yes. the pandemic. Yes. Okay, yeah. Interesting. Yes. Like yeah. I'll give you two factoids yeah, because yeah. it doesn't spoil the story for you. In the video game, you can pick up a card that his daughter wrote for him. And it's this like very teenager card that describes like, well, let's see, you hate everything I do, you hate my music, you know, you're you're always all over my case, and yet you're still dad of the year. How do you do that? Right. That's one that's like one of two pieces of information we get about him. And the other one is he refuses to help anybody when they're like when they're driving through the the pandemic, basically, which they did in the we do get to see it in the adaptation, but not as often as we do in the video game. Like, it's very clear that he's Mm -hmm. out for his and his. Yep, he's a hard guy and like he's had a hard life. He works late. He doesn't make a lot of money. He's tired. He doesn't have time for his daughter, really. It's a different setup. And I think it's probably because they were concerned that he might not be that likable if they showed him the way that he is in the video game. And that's a real problem, you know? Um, but, but your beliefs about him tell me, yeah, this is a different Joel yeah, than yeah. what the video game is doing. Anything else? Yeah. Any other thoughts on last of us? One Oh four. No, I, I mean, I, at this point I've, I've, I'm, if I could, I would David Blaine style. sew my mouth shut so that I don't, I'm trying not to say anything. Uh, yeah. All right. no, I don't think it's, I don't think it's bad by the way. I just like as a purist who loves what the story was, I worry that oh, the you TV show will not be as effective. That's Adam, I do have one more question for you. Uh, yeah. When I first invited you on the, on the show, I think we'd only seen the first episode and, and Correct. Uh, have you softened uh, on, on, on your skepticism? Has it gotten better for you since then? I, I think it's going to be a pretty good show. I, I like, I like it. I like the show. Um, I, my, my skepticism is just wanting it to have the same resonance that the game had and uh, not, the, not the same experience, but the same level of resonance. Mm-hmm. And I worry that we might not get that without the Ludo narrative piece of actually killing all those people that sort of bond you together, like the what, trauma bonding. What, of it. what this is, uh, and, and we can, we can wrap up on this. Um, uh, yeah. my same friend, Justin Robert Young, that I was talking about earlier, uh, we had a debate about whether you should read the book and then watch the movie or watch the movie and read the book. Uh, conventional wisdom says read the book is always, uh, book's always better. So start with that. But the answer as we came to, and I firmly believe is no watch Jurassic park, the movie first, Fall in oh, love yeah. with it and then get the superior experience of Jurassic Park, the book, right? So likewise, yeah, let's let this be an eight-chapter pale imitation of the 40 to 60-hour experience of playing the video game that is infinitely superior. So it, uh, being at peace with the book's always going to be better than the movie, always start with the movie. And, and, and so in that regard, I'm only cheering for this. 
same. I, I like I'm happy for everybody who doesn't play video games, doesn't want to play video games, that they get to have this story. Like that makes me genuinely happy because for video game, it's one of the greatest moments in video game history for narrative. Yeah. You know, and uh, but if you do like video games and just haven't tried it, uh, I would encourage you if if you want to spend money on any video game, Last of Us is worth your time. Agreed. Absolutely worth your time. Fantastic. Adam, thank you so much uh, for thank hanging you. out a little extra and talking with us about this. This is really fun. You bet. Hey, guys, so great to be on. Thank you so much for having me. I uh, had a great uh, time. Real quick, plugs, plugs, plugs. One up, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Please, uh, if you like this discussion about uh, video games, I do this all the time on a, on my podcast, One Upsmanship, with my friend Michael Swaim. Uh, it's available wherever you like podcasts. We are struggling to find the hundred best games that we will preserve from all humanity and send into space for the aliens to find one day uh, when we are no more. So uh, if you'd like to see what's on the list and find out what we add, check out our podcast. And by Thanks the way, so they take it guys. very seriously. <laughs> oh, we Yes, we do. We are very serious about that list. Thank you so much, uh, Adam. You bet, man. Thanks uh, a lot, fantastic. guys. Thanks again. Absolutely. That is The Last of Us Season 1, Episode 4. 